الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب سنتي فقد أحبني ومن أحبني كان معي في الجنة أو كما قال عليه السلاة والسلام الحمد لله my respected elders and brothers all praises are only due to almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who through his infinite mercy and grace has blessed us with this great wealth of iman we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala should keep us with iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should take us from this temporary world with iman and Allah ta'ala should resurrect us on the day of qiyamah with perfect iman in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the only thing that has value is iman a person outwardly he might have a lot of wealth and things of this world but he's got no iman and spiritually he is bankrupt on the other hand a person with iman outwardly he might not have much things of this world but he has iman within his heart then that person spiritually he is a rich person Allah Ta'ala does not look at our apparent conditions, uh, how which family we belong to, the color of our skin. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala looks at what is within our hearts. So how much shukar and gratitude should we not be showing to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? That Allah Ta'ala has made us from the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. From that Ummah which recites La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah Ta'ala has made Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam our guide and a guide for entire mankind up to the day of Qiyamah. Each and every one of us, if you are looking for any person in this world, till the day of Qiyamah, if he's looking for guidance, he's looking for a way to follow, then Allah Ta'ala has kept it in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there is a perfect example. لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرُجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرِ For that person who desires Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who desires the pleasure of Allah ta'ala, who desires success in the akhirah, the life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is there for him. So Allah ta'ala has given us a beautiful life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which we have to try to emulate every moment of our lives. Allah ta'ala has made us amongst this ummah out, out of his mercy and gratitude. None of us have asked or applied or paid any sum of money to be in the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All of us, Allah ta'ala looked at us with mercy and blessed us with this kalimah. So we cannot show enough things to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, ulama explained that even if a person has to make sajda his entire life, just to thank Allah ta'ala for one ni'mat, just ni'mat of iman, the sajda of his entire life would not be able to cover up for the ni'mat of iman. Otherwise, we know the condition of people without iman. We see around us all the time, we come into contact daily with non-Muslims. How their lives are just going and their entire lives are mixed up and messed up because they don't have any guidance. They do what the fashions are, what the norms are. They follow who they want to follow. They do what they want to do. Whereas in the deen of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala has shown us a beautiful, a beautiful way of life. Things that are beneficial for us, Allah has allowed us to do it. Things that are harmful for us, Allah Ta'ala has prevented us from doing it. So Allah Ta'ala has given us a perfect example in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Such a Nabi whose example is beyond, we cannot even explain it in words. Today the most, the person who's the most, that Nabi, or that person who never wrote an autobiography on his life. Today he's a person who's, who's upon, on whose life the most amount of autobiographies are written. Uh, that person 
who is the most, who is the most spoken about person is the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Look, if you look in the world today, is there anyone who can say that any day there is a more common name than the name of Muhammad? If you have to look and find out the statistics, you'll find out that no one else, no name is so common as the name of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. If we look in this world at this present moment in time, is there anyone who is being visited more uh, than the, the than Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam? People spend their entire lives earning to save up so they can make that that, that journey to the Mubarak lands of Makkah and Medina. And part of the journey is to go and visit Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Subhanallah. So no person in this world is so is, is even visited. Uh, no person can claim that he's got more visitors than, the, than Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Yearly millions and billions of people go and present themselves at the cover of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah Taala has exalted Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah Taala said, "Warafaana laka dhikrak." We have raised your mention. Uh, Allah Taala has, uh, has has given Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam a high and lofty status, and no amount of uh, uh, of anyone's uh, no 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 words. To the contrary of that, trying to harm the honor of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will ever bring the honor of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam down. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is honored as he is. Over the centuries, from the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, people have tried to, 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 the, to, to disgrace Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to humiliate him. There were poets in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Jewish poets, who wrote poetry, such evil poetry regarding Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But that, that did not deter or did not lower the status of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, a believer, a mu'min, is one who loves the Nabi of Allah with all his heart. It's part of our iman. La yu'minu ahadukum. Nabi Sallallahu said, Your iman cannot be complete. Hatta akuna ahabba ilayhi. That I am more beloved to him. Mi walidihi wa waladihi wa nasi ajma'in. That I am more beloved to him than his parents, than his children, and the rest of mankind. So it is part of our iman. A Muslim has that love in his heart for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Once we say the kalima and we read this kalima, automatically sort of that love for the Nabi of Allah comes into our heart. And the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is something which drives us uh, to, to the obedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, the obedience of uh, following the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today a person, we see many people, out of love for certain people, they'll follow their way of life. We find many youngsters, they look at a certain soccer player and they like, they, they, they like his ways, so then they cut their hair even like him. They'll dress like him. Their outward appearance will try to imitate him. If they're playing somewhere, they'll score a goal, they'll somersault like that. Uh, like the football player. Why? Because the love of that person is coming to their heart. So they prepare to follow him in whatever they do. When we will create the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our hearts, then to follow the Nabi of Allah will become easy for us. To lead our life according to the Sunnah will become easy for us. Because the love of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will be ingrained in our hearts. So Allah Ta'ala has given us this perfect example in the life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And like I was saying, people over the years have tried to, 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 to lower the status of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But that was to their own detriment. I mean, that, that being who Allah is exalted. And you, with your mouth, you try and you, you say things or to, to create such scenarios which disgrace Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you are only digging your own cover. You're only making your own akhirah, destroying your own akhirah. So a person in this world, Allah disgraced those people. We find over the centuries, many years ago, once in India there was a person, he wrote some articles in a newspaper, you know, Mocking at the, the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there was a Hindu person who had just accepted Islam. But this Hindu person, his iman was so strong. He said, I cannot take this. This person is mocking my Nabi. And somehow he found out and he tried to find who this person was. And he came to find this, this author, the author, this editor of this paper. 
And he went to him and said, did you write this article about Muhammad? Sallallahu alayhi wa The person said, yes. Then and then he took out a dagger and he, and he murdered him. So he was arrested by the police and he was taken to court and the, his judges told him, you know what? Easy. You just have to plead insanity or you are under the, you know, some intoxicate, uh, influence of some intoxicant or some medication and we'll get you out of this case. He said, how can I do such a thing? For once in my life, I had the opportunity to respect, to, 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 to do something for the honor of my Nabi. And you want me to say that I did it uh, out of some, for some other reason? I will never do this. And he stood by his word and said, I did it because of the love of my Nabi. And he was, that person, he was sent to the gallows. So look at this, over the centuries. It is part of Iman, yes. Obviously, to react, react in a way like this. Uh, we know more recently there was a peep, uh, the issue of cartoons taken out against Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the person in that instant who was directly involved, he also, is, is, is the, the josh of his Iman, did not allow him to, to accept it. And he acted in whichever way he did. That is in his place. We also, on our side, being in a country, obviously, where we are a minority, and we have to curb our, our love for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in, in this way that we do not react violently. There are many ways we, we react. A person can write to the embassies or whatever it might be. But the greatest way to protect the honor of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to bring the Sunnah into our lives. When a person will adopt the way of the Sunnah, this is a sign that I love the Nabi of Allah. And this is the things that make the kuffar burn in their hearts. This is something which makes the kuffar burn in their hearts. That when they see a person after 1400 years, people are still following him. People are still looking up to him for guidance. They've tried to show mankind a way, a model, or different models, and they failed dismally for hundreds of years. And this person, for 1400 years, his model is there, and people are following him. They cannot stomach it. They might, they might not say it, but in their hearts they burn. The Quran Allah says, that you will not walk in a certain way or in a certain place wherein it will create burn in the hearts of the kuffar. That also is a good action for you. Allah will reward good actions for you because the kuffar are burning when they see you. When, the, when will the kuffar burn when they see you? When you have the sunnah. When you look like a Muslim. Because they cannot stand to see a person who is bringing alive the sunnah in his life. So this is the greatest way we can display our love for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to adopt the sunnah, the lifestyle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our lives. We have yaqeen and conviction in what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said and showed us. I mean, the sunnah is not only with regard to our ibadat, our salah, whatever it might be. Every day from the morning to the evening, from the time we get up till we sleep, every action of ours, there is a sunnah way of doing it. The way we sleep, the way we eat, even the way we relieve ourselves. There is a way of shown to us in the sunnah. Uh, one, in a time in Makkah, when some sahaba, uh, the, the non-Muslims were mocking at them, you know, they say, you know what? What kind of a Nabi you got? He's teaching you about the toilet. So they said, yes, our Nabi even teaches us about the toilet. How to relieve ourselves. How to purify ourselves. Hmm? In fact, Allah Ta'ala has praised in the Quran those people who purify themselves when relieving, them, relieving themselves. Huh? Allah Ta'ala talks highly about them. The people of Quba, huh? they would purify themselves after relieving themselves. So the Sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is beautiful. Every aspect of our life, if we try to find out what the Sunnah is, and we adopt that way, keeping in mind that this is a sunnah, you will get a reward for it. A person sleeping will become a reward for him. His eating will become a reward for him. Uh, his dealing with people will become a reward for him. Why? Because he is adopting the sunnah in his life. So Allah Ta'ala has given us all uh, the capacity and ability to practice the sunnah. The sunnah is so beautiful. In the east or west, where a person is living in Africa or in Asia, where a person speaks uh, whatever language, 
Whether it's in a city or in a village, the sunnah is so beautiful, you don't need any money. You just have to bring your life onto that way of life. You have to try to lead a life in that way. And any person can do it. So Allah Ta'ala has given us a beautiful way. Let us try to adopt the way of life of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in our lives. The, be- the beautiful way of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is such a great way. Hmm? That every aspect of our life, there is guidance for us. There isn't an aspect of our life where there is no guidance. Hmm? Even a person, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, combing his hair, he would comb from the right hand side. Hmm? We put on his shoes, put on his right shoe first and then his left shoe. So just consciously, consciously, conscientiously today when a person put on, puts on his shoes, think to myself, am I putting my right foot in first or my left foot? And if I put my right foot in, uh, let me think to myself, this is the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then wearing my shoes will also become an ibadah. Simple thing like that. So the deen of Allah Ta'ala is beautiful. Allah Ta'ala has made it easy for us. But we have to try to adopt it in our lives. Allah Ta'ala has given us this deen. We are so fortunate. And we are, just someone was mentioning yesterday, how fortunate we are in South Africa. That we are amongst uh, the very few countries where Allah Ta'ala has given us so much of freedom in this time and age. If we look throughout the world at this present moment, most countries in the world, the people are not still allowed to go to the masjid, to form salah in the masjid. Masajid are closed. Now, many countries in the world, there's no, no dini activities are not allowed at all. Due to the situation where we know what's, what's happening. But Allah Ta'ala has made it such in our time, in, in this time and age, in such conditions, in our country, Allah has kept our masjid open. We know at one stage it was closed. At that time, everyone's heart was, was burning. How the masjid, we cannot go to the masjid. Now Allah Ta'ala has opened up the masjids for us. The masjid are open to us. Let us see how we can become people of the masjid. Let us show Allah Ta'ala our gratitude. That Allah Ta'ala at one stage the masjid could not be open. We couldn't go to the masjid. Now the masjid is open. How can I must want salah in the masjid? There were some people, uh, we had recently, that in the lockdown as well, they were so attached to the masjid that a person stayed the entire lockdown in the masjid. Someone to bring food for him. He said, no, I cannot leave the masjid because I'm so attached to the masjid. There are people like that also. Said they, their life is the masjid. Allah Ta'ala has given us masajid, beautiful masajid, comfortable masajid. Let us see how we bring this masajid alive. Let it not be that our indifference to the masjid, Allah Ta'ala save us, be a means of this ni'mat being taken away from us again. We show gratitude for any ni'mat. Allah Ta'ala will increase the ni'mat for us. We show gratitude to Allah, Allah Ta'ala will increase the ni'mat. But, but when we show ingratitude, Allah Ta'ala, after Allah Ta'ala had opened, reopened the masjid and we don't show that, that gratitude by, by visiting the masjid, by performing our salah in the masjid, then we're showing ingratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let it not be that uh, this becomes a means of Allah Ta'ala taking this ni'mat away from us again. Allah Ta'ala has given us this beautiful deen. Uh, and such a beautiful deen, this is a deen where we, the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi shines out. Uh, it is mentioned on the day of Jummah, there is one time, a moment, that on that moment, whatever dua we make from Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala accepts this dua. Today, we know the situation that in once in a one, one year, one Friday in a year, they say, you know, things are, uh, the price of things are discounted up to 50, 60, 70%. People go crazy. You know why? I can get products and commodities for half the price or for one third of the price. So people buy things. Why? Because the value of these things are in front of us. Imagine the Nabi of Allah is saying that there's a time on a Friday, not one Friday in a year, every Friday. There's a time when the dua is accepted. How many of us think, hey, let us make dua at that time? Included. We, we also, to search for the time, that when is the time of du'as being accepted? That I want my du'a to be accepted. Never mind 50, 30%, 50%, 60% discount. 100% for free. Whatever we ask, Allah is accepting. What a great deal that is. So may Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq in hidayat to realize the value of our deen, to realize the value of the sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and to realize 
that we are all in this world for a temporary while. One day, if this entire fairy tale of this dunya will come to an end. Some people come earlier, others later. But one day each person has to leave this temporary dunya. And when we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the reality will open before our eyes. Then we realize the value of every good action. You see, in Jannah, the only regret a person will have is that why didn't he make, he didn't, he didn't recite one more subhanallah. Because you will see the reward for one subhanallah. You say, I wish I could have recited one more subhanallah. I would have gathered, my Jannah would have been much more bigger, beautiful. Subhanallah. May Allah Ta'ala give us a topic and he died to appreciate this deen, to appreciate the ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, to keep the masjids abad and not to desert our masjids in this time. And let us, let us become those people who are, whose hearts are always attached to the masjid. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil